Welcome to the one year journey through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds to hear and understand and live the Word of God. Holy Spirit, come into my mind, my heart, and my spirit so that as I read your Word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your Word to my life. Make me a light shining upon all those who are in darkness. As I read the word of God, enlighten my mind and enkindle my heart with a deeper love for you and the people around me. Amen. Today we'll be reading Leviticus chapter 15 to chapter 18. Chapter 15 Sexual Uncleanliness The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When any man has a genital discharge, he is thereby unclean. Such is his uncleanliness from this discharge, whether his body drains freely with the discharge or is blocked up from the discharge. His uncleanliness is on him all the days that his body discharges or is blocked up from his discharge. This is his uncleanliness. Any bed which the man with the discharge lies in is unclean, and any article in which he sits on is unclean. Anyone who touches his bed shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. Whoever sits on an article on which the man with the discharge was sitting on shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. Whoever touches the body of the man with the discharge shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. If the man with the discharge spits on a clean person, the latter shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. Any saddle on which the man with the discharge rides on is unclean. Whoever discharges anything that was under him shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries such things shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. Anyone whom the man with the discharge touches with his unrinsed hands shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. Earth and wear touched by man with the discharge shall be broken, and every wooden article shall be rinsed with water. When a man with the discharge becomes un- becomes clean with the- of his discharge, he shall count seven days for purification. Then he shall wash his garments and bathe in fresh water, so that he will be clean. On the eighth day he shall take two turtle doves or two pigeons, and going before the Lord to the entrance of the tent of meeting, he shall give them to the priest who shall offer them up, the one as purification offering and the other as a burnt offering. Thus shall the priest make atonement before the Lord for the man because of his discharge. When a man has an emission of semen, he shall bathe his whole body in water and be unclean until evening. Any piece of cloth or leather with semen on it shall be washed with water and be unclean until evening. If a man has sexual relations with a woman, they shall both bathe in water and be unclean until evening. When a woman has a flow of blood from her body, she shall be in a state of menstrual uncleanliness for seven days. Anyone who touches her shall be unclean until evening. Anything on which she lies on or sits on during her menstrual period shall be unclean. Anyone who touches her bed shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. 
Whoever touches any article on which she was sitting on shall wash his garments, bathe in water, be unclean until evening. Whether an object is on the bed or on something she sat upon, when the person touches it, that person shall be unclean until evening. If a man lies with her, he contracts her menstrual uncleanliness and, sh- and shall be unclean for seven days. Every bed on which he then lies on also becomes unclean. When a woman has a flow of blood for seven days outside her menstrual period, or when her flow continues beyond her ordinary period as long as she suffers this unclean flow, she shall be unclean just as during her menstrual period. Any bed on which she lies on during such a flow becomes unclean as it would during her menstrual period, and any article on which she sits on becomes unclean just as her menstrual period. Anyone who touches them before becomes unclean. That person shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be un- becomes unclean until evening. When she becomes unclean from her flow, she shall count seven days. After this, she becomes clean. On the eighth day, she shall take two turtle doves, two pigeons, and bring them to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The priest shall offer one of them as a purification offering, and the other as a burnt offering. Thus shall the priest make atonement before the Lord for her because of her unclean flow. You shall warn the Israelites of their uncleanliness, lest they die through their uncleanliness by defiling my tabernacle, which is in their midst. This is the ritual for the man with the discharge or who has an emission of semen and thereby becomes unclean, as well as for a woman who has her menstrual period, or one who has a discharge, male or female, and also for the man who lies with an unclean woman. Chapter 16 The Day of Atonement After the death of Aaron's two sons who died when they were encroached on the Lord's presence, the Lord spoke to Moses and said to him, Tell your brother Aaron that he is not to come whenever he pleases into the inner sanctuary, inside the veil, in front of the cover of the ark, lest he die. For I reveal myself in a cloud above the ark's cover. On his way may Aaron enter the inner sanctuary. He shall bring a bull of herd, of the herd for a purification offering, and a ram for the burnt offering. He shall wear the sacred linen tunic with the linen pants underneath, gird himself with the t- with the linen sash, and put on the linen turban. But since these vestments are sacred, he shall not put them on until he first bathed his body in water. From the Israeli community, he shall receive two male goats for purification offering and one ram for a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull his purification offering to make atonement for himself and his household. Taking the two male goats and setting them before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting, he shall cast lots to determine which is for the Lord and which is for Azazel. The goat that is determined by the lot for the Lord, Aaron shall present an offer up for the purification offering. But the goat determined by lot for Azazel, he shall place before the Lord alive, so that with it he may make atonement by sending it off to Azazel in the desert. Thus, Shall Aaron offer his bull for purification offering to make atonement for himself and for his family? When he has slaughtered it, he shall take a censer full of glowing embers from the altar before the Lord, as well as a double handful of finely ground fragrant incense and bringing them inside the veil. There before the Lord he shall put incense on the fire, so that a cloud of incense may shield the cover that it is over the covenant, or else he will die. 
taking some of the bull's blood, he shall sprinkle it with his finger in the front of the ark's cover. Likewise, sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times in the front of the cover. Then he shall slaughter the goat of the people's purification offering, bringing its blood inside the veil. He shall do with it as he did with the bull's blood, sprinkling it on the ark's cover and in front of it. Thus he shall purge the inner sanctuary of all the Israelites' impurities and trespasses, including all their sins. He shall do the same for the tent of meeting, which is set up among them in the midst of their uncleanliness. No one else may be in the tent of meeting from that time he enters the inner sanctuary to make atonement until he departs. When he has made atonement for himself and his household as well as for the whole Israeli community, he shall come out to the altar before the Lord and purge it also. Taking some of the bulls and the goat's blood, he shall put it on the horns of the altar, and with his finger sprinkle some of the blood on it seven times. Thus he shall purify and sanctify him it from impurities of the Israelites. The Scapegoat When he has finished purging the inner sanctuary, the tent of meeting, and the altar, Aaron shall bring forward the live goat. Laying both hands on its head, he shall confess over it all the iniquities of the Israelites and all their trespasses, including their sins, and so put them on the goat's head. He shall then have it led into the wilderness by an attendant. The goat will carry off all their iniquities and to an isolated region. When the goat is dispassioned to the wilderness, Aaron shall go into the tent of meeting and strip off the linen vestments that he had put on when he entered the inner sanctuary and leave them in the tent of meeting. After bathing his body with water in a sacred place, he shall put on his regular vestments, then come out and offer his own and the people's burnt offering. In the atonement for himself for his people, and also burn the fat of the purification offering on the altar. The man who led away the goat for Azazel shall wash his garments and bathe his body in water. Only then may he enter the camp. The bull and the goat of purification offerings, whose blood was brought to make atonement in the inner sanctuary, shall be taken outside the camp, where their hides and their flesh shall and dung shall be burned in the fire. The one who burns them shall wash his garments and bathe his body in water. Only then can he enter the camp. The fast. This shall be an everlasting statute for you. On the tenth day of the seventh month, every one of you, whether native or resident alien, shall humble yourselves and do no work. For on this day atonement was made for you to make you clean. Of all your sins you shall be cleansed before the Lord. It will be a Sabbath and a complete rest for you, so that you must humble yourselves, an everlasting statute. This atonement should be made by the priest who has been anointed and ordained to priesthood in succession to his father. He shall wear the linen garments, the sacred vestments, and purge the most sacred part of the sanctuary, as well as the tent of meeting and the altar. He also must make atonement for the priests and the people of the assembly. This then shall be an everlasting statute for you. Once a year, atonement shall be made on behalf of the Israelites for all their sins, and Moses did as the Lord had commanded them. Chapter 17 Sacredness of Blood The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and his sons, as well as to all the Israelites, and tell them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Any Israelite who slaughters an ox or sheep or a goat, whether in the camp or outside of it, without first bringing it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to the Lord in front of the Lord's tabernacle shall be judged guilty of bloodshed. That individual has shed blood and be cut off from the people. 
This is so such sacrifices as they used to offer in the open field. The Israelites shall henceforth bring it to the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting to the priest and sacrifice them there as a communion sacrifice to the Lord. The priest will splash the blood on the altar of the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting and burn the fat for an odor pleasing to the Lord. No longer shall they offer their sacrifices to the demons with whom they prostituted themselves. This shall be an everlasting statute for them and their descendants. Tell them, therefore, anyone, whether the house of Israel or an alien residing among them who offers a burnt offering sacrifice without bringing it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to offer before the Lord shall be cut off from the people. As for anyone, whether the house of Israel or aliens residing among them who consumes any blood, I will set myself against that individual and will cut that person off from among the people. Since the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you to make atonement on the altar for yourselves because it is the blood as life that makes atonement, that is why I have told the Israelites no one among you, not even a resident alien, may consume blood. Anyone hunting, whether the Israelites or the aliens residing among them, who catches an animal or a bird that may be eaten, shall pour out its blood and cover it on, with the earth. Since the life of all flesh is in its blood, I have told the Israelites, you shall not consume the blood of any flesh. Since the life of all flesh is in its blood, anyone who consumes it shall be cut off. Everyone, whether a native or an alien, who eats of an animal that died of itself or was killed by wild beasts, shall wash his garments, bathe in water, and be unclean until evening, and then become clean. If anyone does not wash his garments and bathe, that person shall bear the penalty. Chapter 18 Laws Concerning Sexual Behavior The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, I, the Lord, am your God. You shall not do as they do in the land of Egypt where you once lived, nor shall you do as they do in the land of Canaan where I am bringing you. Do not conform to their customs. My decrees you shall carry out, and my statutes you shall take care to follow. I, the Lord, am your God. Keep then my statutes and decrees, for the person who carries them out will find life through them. I am the Lord. None of you shall approach a close relative to have sexual intercourse. I am the Lord. You shall not disgrace your father by having intercourse with your mother. She is your own mother. You shall not have intercourse with her. You shall not have intercourse with your father's wife, for that would be a disgrace to your father. You shall not have intercourse with your sister, your father's daughter, or your mother's daughter, whether she was born to your own household or born elsewhere. You shall not have intercourse with your son's, with your son's daughter, with your daughter's daughter, for that would be a disgrace to you. You shall not have intercourse with the daughter whom your father's wife bore to him in his household, since she too is your sister. You shall not have intercourse with your father's sister, since she is your father's relative. You shall not have intercourse with your mother's sister, since she is your mother's relative. You shall not disgrace your father's brother by having sexual relations with his wife, since she too is your aunt. You shall not have intercourse with your daughter-in-law, she is your son's wife. You shall not have sexual intercourse with her. You shall not have intercourse with your brother's wife, that would be a disgrace to your brother. You shall not have intercourse with a woman and also with her daughter, nor sh you shall marry and have intercourse with her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter. They're related to her. 
This would be shameful. While your wife is living with you, you shall not marry her sister as her rival and have intercourse with her. You shall not approach a woman to have intercourse with her while she is in her menstrual period. You shall not have sexual relations with your neighbor's wife, defiling yourself with her. You shall not offer any of your offspring for immolation to Malik, thus profaning the name of your God. I am the Lord. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. Such a thing is an abomination. You shall not have sexual relations with an animal, defiling yourself with it. Nor shall a woman set herself in front of an animal to mate with it. That is perverse. Do not defile yourself by any of these things, because by them the nations whom I am driving out of your way have defiled themselves. And so, the land has become defiled, and I have punished it for its wickedness. The land has vomited out its inhabitants. You, however, must keep my statutes and decrees, avoiding all these abominations, both the natives and the alien residents among you, because the previous inhabitants did all these abominations, and the land became defiled. Otherwise, the land will vomit you out also for having defiled it, just as it vomited out the nations before you. For whoever does any of these abominations shall be cut out from the people. Heed my charge, then. Do not observe the abomination cust- abominable customs that I that have been observed before your time, and thus become impure by them. I, the Lord, am your God. The word of the Lord.